Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football podcast with me, Charlie Baker, and John Cadogan. And we are today. Hey, John, we're today. After last week's, can we? I'm just going to an early apology for last week's disastrous Bluetooth headphone situation, which sounded, which was worse than the phone, John. It sounded worse than me being on the phone. It was something equivalent to, uh, hang on, who invented the telephone? Graham Bell. Graham Bell, it was something equivalent to his first ever uh, phone. It would have been, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot going on in last week's episode. If you actually tried to follow the timeline <laughs> of where we were and when we added bits in, it was uh, it was completely all over the place. I'm not sure it was our best one, John. But, you know, we had, look, we like to put something out, as can be well, told exactly. by the uh, Christmas Cool and the episode from Cheltenham <laughs> Races. Get something out. <laughs> Just get anything out. Which I've heard that before. Just get something out. Exactly. So I was in Portugal, John. And speaking of Portugal, uh, let me just tell you, I've found a way to save all football clubs from financial ruin. Okay. And including Berry. I hope they last longer than this podcast does. (laughs) Um, And uh, obviously all the National League clubs that are struggling. Um, And this is how to do it. Import granola into Portugal. Right. Because do you know how much a normal bag of granola was in Portugal, John? No. How much do you think? Um, how much do you think is too much for a bag of granola? God, this is a, I wasn't expecting this as a question. Uh, uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit like that sort of thing. How much is a pint of milk? And, well, it is really, but a lot posher. Yeah, um, how much would you pay just for a normal sort of breakfasty bag of oh, granola, John? A couple of quid. Two quid? Yeah. Well, in the, in a supermarket in this country, for a nice bag, about three three fifty. Yeah, fourteen euros, John. 
<laughs> 14 euros for a bag of granola. We're in, in the wrong business. Get into the flip. It's like blooming gold dust. Portuguese granola trade. <laughs> Turns out. It is, mate. And that is how Berry should in the next couple of days start importing a bit of granola Farrow airport flooded swamped with the illegal granola trade but yes as a bit of oats and honey a bit of oats and honey there's not much to it is there um, no. But yes, as you were mentioning at the start of this podcast, you are in much better quality this week than yeah, your... We're on a thing called Zencaster this week because I, um, I've got children, as we know, and it is summer holidays, so I couldn't, couldn't quite get in today, which is a bit of a shame. Doesn't but, it um, sound good? It does. It's a new thing. Zencaster, and we'll be trying this out this week. John, we always, we're always we always up for trying new stuff, aren't we? Well, yes, as we've affectionately called it, James Zencaster. Um, <laughs> James Zencaster. If there was one word to describe this podcast, it would be Zen. The National League is very Zen. It is very Zen. And yeah, over the last week, we've been from Portugal to Edinburgh to London and back. We Ooh. had a nice night in Edinburgh, didn't we, John? We had a lovely night in Edinburgh. Me and you had a night out in Edinburgh. We were on a, on top deck of a, a double-decker bus with a man shouting at us. Yeah. And then we went to a show. <laughs> <laughs> no. but, uh, we went to a show, didn't it? Didn't we, John? Spirit of the Fringe. Spirit of the Fringe. Went to a show on a bus with David O'Doherty and Sean Walsh and... That was a Various tough it because you said I said to you on the old WhatsApp, I said, oh, are you going to go and see a show, John? He said, yeah, I'm going to go and see David O'Doherty. Couldn't get tickets, could you, John? No. And then, because you know the right person, we went to a show where David was on just in a tiny little tiny where, little place. Where David was on gratis. He was on Spirit of the Fringe. Spirit of the Fringe. Few Cider. Few Cider. Spirit of the Fringe. <laughs> Did some work the next morning. Smash him, wasn't it? Anyway, the National League, John. Yes, the National League. The only reason League. I mentioned Edinburgh was we will come back with exciting FOF news from Edinburgh a little bit later oh, oh, on. Yeah. Big fof I'd news. Forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. This has got too, this this got far too niche. This whole <laughs> this whole escapade. No. So, um. So John, the National League. It's a very exciting time. It's not really because it's August. Yes. And no no one cares. No. It's all. I mean, it, completely irrelevant. Exactly. Once we've found out um what's in the podcast, I will tell you about a little trip out to I hadn't last night to support a lower league club. Oh, yes. A little club I'd never really heard. I don't know where they played, but I went to see them last night. Why don't you tell us what's in the podcast this week? John, what have we got in the in the podcast this week? Well, coming up this week, it is a veritable smorgasbord of National oh. League content. Uh, obviously, yeah. we got all the news. Uh, oh, lovely. I love all the news. news from the weekend. Thankfully, just the one set of fixtures to keep a track of this week i found it all a bit too much so far um, quite a lot isn't it a lot of quite games lot of and all of them meaningless too, some would say too many games too many games uh but yes we'll, we'll run through what's happened in the uh, national league since we last spoke um we have got a big interview a very very oh, yeah. big interview very big lucky uh, to get her lucky to get her that's what I think we trailed ahead to it last week. We yeah. couldn't bring it to them last week. Yes. This week we're in, haven't we? We're in. Uh, obviously, we will have the return of Templins and Dragons, the Billericay game, Ooh, the FOF games. We have FOF 5 with us this week. Uh, really? Yes, FOF 5. Uh, slightly forgotten name on the podcast. Where, FOF 4. We'll discuss FOF 4 later on. Yes, we will. I mean, we'll come on to all this. Also, John, we're going to have a bit of a discussion about the FOF system because... Some people have been um, discussing it with us, sending yeah. us messages about it. So yeah. we'll have a little chat 
Chat about that later on. Big breaking foth news from Edinburgh as well uh, to come. Oh, yes. And uh, I think that's possibly it. Talky Corner. I can't think of anything else. Talkie a few letters. Corner. What else we got? Nothing else. A bit of bit of let perhaps some letters if yeah. there are any, John. Yeah. Who knows? If there are any. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that all sounds like excellent news. Yes. Um, just before we start about the National League. Yeah. Just want to give a little shout out to a little little tiny little football club I went to last night. Okay. You know, I like to support. I like to support the lower leagues and the teams people have never Yeah, heard we're not of. all about the top yeah, leagues of uh, of the football pyramid. No, we sometimes go no. a bit further down as well. A bit further down. So I went last night to a little club called um, Oxford United, they were called. Oh, okay. I, I've heard yeah. of Oxford City. Um, no, no. I don't know Oxford United, I'll be well, honest. Obviously, obviously, the city is the big club. Cause yeah. Part well, it's in the city. name. It's in the name, isn't uh, it? Oxford yeah. Oxford. <laughs> United are just just a little club there. They only had, bless them. They only had three sides on their ground. Oh, uh, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, oh, bless but them. you they get that. Forward. You get that at that level of the game, don't you? You have to accept <laughs> it's going to be a little bit sort of tin pot. <laughs> exactly. It's like oh well, look, you can't you can't just have four sides everywhere you go. No. But why don't you put a few just just a few like um, crates? Yeah. Beer crates or some ladders for some people to look at it you know but anyway and uh oh well it's a, it a good game it was uh, you know like these lower leagues they have crazy scores yeah there's a lot it of goals four, weren't it there? it was 4-2 it's 4-2 john yeah you know so it's like oh lovely everyone gets a go you know but at, at that level people make mistakes you expect it don't you exactly so i went to that and um i, th I thought oh this is good for the podcast because they had a, a center back a number four uh oxford united I saw on his shirt, and his shirt said Ducky. And I thought, oh, that's good for us. <laughs> oh, well, hello, Ducky. <laughs> lovely big number four. Yeah. You go, oh, lovely. Well, lovely word. It was your big thighs on him, you know. <laughs> oh, hello, Ducky. I thought, this is going to be this is going to be fantastic for the podcast. Yeah. Turns out, turns out his name's Dicky. Oh, what a shame. It's not as fun, is it? Big shame. So I was like, oh, well. But other than that, it was a lovely evening. I was pleased to support lower league football. Yeah. But it's nice, nice to be back talking about the big leagues. Nice to be back talking about where the action is. I'll bring you some news. We'll go straight back to Saturday. Uh, I mean, probably, though I say it grudgingly, the result of the day has to be Woking. Unbelievable oh, flying yeah. start I mean, to the about... season. Well, this shows how bonkers August is, John, and how it's absolutely pointless. Yeah. Completely pointless. They went up to the coasters. Dum 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 dum. And they won four one. Beans. Yeah, they won four. What's hard? It was pork and beans. Yeah. Pork and beans. Pork and beans. Hello. Hello. We're pork and beans. Another team right up at the top as well. Halifax. They could only manage a one all draw. All the shot. All the shots scored after forty-seven seconds, but Halifax turned it round eight minutes from the end. They got their equaliser. A old shit, good. Old shit. Live on the live on the live on the box, John. isn't it? Five twenty on BT Sport. Lovely, that. Be a bit of fun. And also, Halifax, as discussed a couple of weeks ago, Halifax aren't going to win the league, John. They just aren't. And, the and neither are Woking. Neither are Woking. Exactly. Neither are Woking. So, just all this is absolutely utterly pointless. Little Carry on. Chesterfield, though, they're still winless. Had to settle for a uh, two-all draw. Uh, with Barnett, they did uh, nearly uh, win the game with a header from their defender Liam Mandeville, obviously known as Stoke, uh, to all his uh, to all his friends. Sign for Stoke. Sign, sign for Stoke. Stoke. I mean, he's got a sign for Stoke, isn't he? A little joke about uh, children's hospitals. That, there. What, lovely, what a lovely joke! <laughs> oh, yeah, we I think we'll back away from that. Yes. Joke about Stoke Mandeville Children's Hospital. <laughs> but yes, for, for fans of Buckinghamshire-based hospitals, anyway. Reversing. <laughs> the joke is reversing. 
Um, actually, Oxford United, bless them, last night had a player on loan from Bristol City. Oh, yes, it wasn't it, uh, Matty Taylor? Is that him? Yeah, obviously trying to get, get in the Torquay squad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, carry on, John, carry on. Uh, it was uh, Boreham Wood nil, Sutton United 1. Uh, Sutton still unbeaten uh, this season, got a narrow win over Boreham Wood. They almost uh, scored a second uh, through Tom Bollerinwa. Ballerina. Bollerinwa. That's my favourite one. <laughs> Tom Bollerinwa. Yeah, we get, um, I don't know if you saw afterwards as well on the uh, Boreham Wood website. Uh, chairman oh, yes. Danny Hunter railing against the tiny attendance of 407 with 120 ah. fans coming from Sutton. It's almost as if ah. using his club's website to promote his political views on Brexit has put people <laughs> off somewhat. You, you could speculate that that might be the cause. It's like no one actually cares about Boreham Wood. Well, that, that is also a potential. But look, but let's not put off any Boreham Wood fans that we may have. Well, I mean... I think we've got more listeners. listeners. We have got more <laughs> listeners than there are Boreham Wood fans. <laughs> we are bigger than Boreham Wood. Boring Do you know what that is, John? <laughs> Smaller than the capacity of the Princess Theatre. <laughs> he could play. Boreham Wood could play in the Palace Avenue Theatre. Yeah. Or the Newton Abba Alex. <laughs> before they <laughs> split it into two it, screens. The Great Torrington Arts Centre, whatever it is. Great Tor- the Plough. The Plough. The Plough in Great Torrington. <laughs> Boreham Wood. V. <laughs> but yeah, we are officially Kudunj, more popular than Boreham Wood. <laughs> this is um, this is good a to good, know. New, new, good new. Good news. Perhaps people would want to uh, tweet us or get in touch on the uh, email about uh, play, potential places. Yeah, that Boreham Wood could play their home games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, an amazing game at uh, Dagenham Redbridge. Uh, they won 4-3 uh, against Harrogate. Harrogate went ahead when Angelo Belanta turned the corner into his own net, but the Daggers equaliser in the 14th minute came through Chicky Candy. <laughs> Chicky Candy, of course. Yeah, I got it. Good result for Peter Taylor, that. Yes, you. slightly uh, on the ropes. On the ropes. It was a little bit. Yeah, they won 4-3. Although Harrogate did have a goal disallowed. Alex McQueen had the goal no. disallowed. Is he? Yeah. I'm not surprised. He's dead, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yes, he is. No, he's sadly demised. Yes, sadly. Fashion. <laughs> you could put that in there. Fashion. <laughs> Take it to the left. <laughs> Fashion. <laughs> Cross it to the left. <laughs> Cross, it to the... <laughs> Cross it to the left. Fashion. Fashion. Elsewhere, uh, Bromley uh, maintains their unbeaten start yeah, to the season well, aren't they? as well. They've had a they good start. Really they well. uh, beat Hartlepool three uh, two at Hartlepool's place. Told you they'd struggle, John. They did. Hignet, Hignet, Hignet out. <laughs> They've had a terrible start, to be fair. I didn't agree, but I'm a, you were quite right. Stick him in, Newton Abbott Football Club. And actually, this game does bring us to, with Bromley's goal scorer, this week's poshest player of oh. the week. Rico Hackett Fairchild. And that's this week's poshest player of the week. A lot of uh, double... I'm Rico Hackett Fairchild. (laughs) 
You may remember me from last week's Posh's Player of the Week, Tay Ashby Hammond. Tay Ashby Hammond, uh, now our good friend Tom Greatrex told me that he's on loan from uh, Fulham. He is on loan from Fulham, yeah. Uh, but yes, he is on loan at Maidenhead. And Maidenhead, continue, they've had a good start to the season as well. Yeah. A 4-1 victory, mm-hmm. though to be fair, it was over Chorley, who if anyone deserved to be in News and Abbott Football Club, it's Chorley. They are absolutely useless. Signing for the NAFC. Get in the NAFC, surely. Goal scorer for Chorley in their only goal in that game, the 4-1 defeat at Maidenhead, was Marcus Carver. Obviously someone you want round on a uh, a Sunday uh, while you're having your lunch. Or take him down the Bernie Inn. Is this thing on? Marcus, is hello? is this hello? thing on? Are we on the are we on the top of a double decker bus? Are you improving <laughs> this? <laughs> but moving on, probably for the best. Sully Holt, uh, they came from behind to beat Ebbsfleet. Uh, they uh, beat them two one. Ebbsfleet oh, yeah. also should Doing be in well. Newton Abbott Football Club. They've had a shocking start to the season. Could be Sully Hull's year, John. Could be. Their it's year. looking not like that early doors, yet. isn't it? The early doors. If they can keep hold of everybody. Could be their year. Anyway. Stockport extended their unbeaten runs four games, 2-0 victory against Eastley. Eastley have had a disappointing start so far and everybody sort of thought they'd be competing at the right end and Barrow uh, made it back-to-back home wins with victory over Yeovil. 1-0 win for Barrow and Yeovil have had a tough start too. Yeah. New Abbott Football Club. We said we said Yeovil would struggle. We said There's quite a few teams down in, down in the NAFC. We've done, we've done 76 episodes yeah. of a podcast about the National League. People tell us it's about Talking United. It isn't. It's about the National League. And we know what we're on about. <laughs> Turns out we do. Uh, do you want a few, uh, just a quick update from the National League South? I know we don't like yes, to sort of uh, dignify ourselves with that anymore, but it is worth saying. Yeah, yeah. It was Hampton and Richmond 1, Billericay 1. Pick my son. Archie Tamplin was on the bench. Pick, pick my son. Pick my son. <laughs> um, cleaned that up. We have a, we've had, had to do that a little bit. Uh, but, but that does mean that Wilstone are the early leaders. Weymouth, Bath, Concord, Dulwich, Billericay and Dorking making up the playoffs so far. And I'm Wait. sure the National League North happened as well. Weymouth? Weymouth. They've had a... Got they're Brett, second. They? They've got... They're Brett. second. Brett. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. You're listening to The National Obsession, and it's time for the big interview. Oh, um, is it Sue? Sue Dooku? Yeah. Oh, hi, Sue. Um, I'm from Charlie from The National Obsession podcast. Oh, right, the Talk United podcast. No, we're not a Talk United podcast. We're, we're National League-based. Hmm. We just sometimes talk about Talk United. Anyway, um, we do a feature of five questions. wonder if I could talk to you, do five questions with you. If you like. Okay. I'm in the middle of a puzzle in the paper at the moment. Oh, right. Um, OK. Um, well, do you mind if we talk to you then? Oh, right. OK. OK. Um, have you ever heard the podcast before? No. OK, right. Well, let's, let's start with the silly one. Um, Favourite service station? Trowel. Trowel, right. I used to like the EDC restaurant there, but it's gone, which is a shame. That is a shame, yeah, that is a shame. Okay, um, uh, let's just ask you your favourite cartoon character. Donald Duke. Donald Duck? Donald Duke. All right, okay, um, on the National Obsession podcast, Charlie or John, who's your favourite? Manny Duku. Manny Duku, yeah, okay. Um, favourite big band leader from the 40s? Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington. Oh, right, yeah. Um, Favourite footballer? Are you joking? I'm Manny Duku's mum. 
I'm, I'm Sue Dooku. It's Manny Dooku, isn't it? Obviously. Of course it's Manny Dooku, sorry. Um, okay, last one. Favourite puzzle in the newspaper? What? You know, like a crossword or a spot the difference or oh. a numbers based one? Word search. Word search. Okay, uh, Sue Dooku. Thank you very much. The National Obsession. You are listening to the National Obsession, the official away shirt sponsor of what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Liam Davis. Of Liam Davis. Liam Davis. Back in the team this week, and of course we won away. How marvelous! It's time <laughs> for Talkie Corner. Yes, new bit of new bit of music. New bit of music there. Yeah. Just uh I don't know if people know what that is or not, but um we found it. We like it, don't we, John? <laughs> Do you want to say what it's, it is? Or is this it's gonna no, be another no, bit of the a, impenetrable nice code thing. that is the national obsession? More code. Talk it edit. What a result, John. Yes. This was I mean, I was I was pretty much I mean, gone for all money on Saturday, back from Edinburgh, absolutely shattered. I had nothing yeah. left. And then you had nothing left for the girls, did you, John? No, I, I couldn't. I didn't really even have the energy to listen to it. I was trying to look after my nephew. But then ten to five, boosh! I was ready to go again. What a fantastic result! Fantastic. Two you one no at Dover. To to it. And then you listen to the Mixler coverage. You listen to Patrick Tinkler and his <laughs> the raw emotion delivery style. And bang! It was nil nil at half time. Then we quickly went two nil up after half time. Then the last ten minutes. Asa Hall got sent off and sort of Dover were bombarding the talky goal. The good news is Saturday is all the shit. All the shit yes, come to town. We are a hundred percent beating them on Saturday. A hundred, hundred percent. We are, we have got this. So app, app, I mean, it is, would be classic talky not to win it. Uh, we're just looking, I just think it's, it's a good August. I think if we can come out of August with, 10, 12 points. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome, I think. So because we got Aldershot Saturday and then Barnet Bank Holiday Monday. Barnet Bank Holiday um, Monday, which we are now working together. We are going to be Bank together Bank on Monday. Monday. Um, I'm just excited. I'm just reinvigorated again. After after the loss we made in it, I was like, oh, God, this could be a yeah. mid-table-y season. But I just think we've got it. We're going to absolutely have it. Um, For more, if you, if you want to listen to a Talkie United podcast, I believe there are two. Are there two, John? There are two. Yeah. Talking Talkie and the Herald Express one. So yeah. if you want more Talkie, in-depth Talkie, then, uh, then go and listen to them. But um, because obviously we are a National League football. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. You are listening to the National Obsession and it's time for Letters from a Listener. When you go, when you say bye. Lovely. Lovely. Let's crack it. Any letters, John? We've quite unfortunately a bulging sack uh, full of full of letters. We better downhill. It's gone below the waist. We we obviously will uh, come to the Templins and Dragons Billericay game in just a moment. But obviously last week, last week was uh, Foth three. Uh, it should have been Ted Woodley, but obviously he's Ted not Woodley. real. Um, but we do receive correspondence from the person purporting to be Ted Woodley. He says, dear sir or madam, 
Very funny. Oh, the yeah, first man. week you interviewed Foff one. The second week you interviewed Foff number two. So this week I sat by my telephone from 8 a.m. on Wednesday morning waiting for the call. 24 hours later, your call finally came and you asked me some damn question about whether I'd recently been in a car accident. Needless uh, to say, I'm now very disappointed. Yours faithfully, Ted Woodley. Yeah. Foff three from the Falkirk FC oh, Supporters I, Club. I just don't understand, Ted. Who is? Is he meant I to be it was funny? You for a bit. No, it's not oh, me. Yeah, I, had, I thought it was you, and then I thought it might have been Andy Jacobs. <laughs> no, it's Andy Jacobs. No, Andy Jacobs has blocked us on Twitter, so it's not him. Oh, obviously, still, obviously, still listening though. So thanks very much yep. for still listening. Big up, Ted Woodley. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ted. Any more letters, John? Yes, uh, a couple Go more letters. Ahead. Tom Greatrex uh, gets ah. in touch to say, Dear Charlie and Joan, listening to last week's podcast on the train and your discussion on which lower league teams to adopt, Joan mentioned Cray Valley Paper Mills FC and wondered where they're based. Well, last season I saw them play in the FA Vars final against Chertsey. They lost an extra time. It was a pretty unremarkable game, other than that ex-Chancellor Philip Hammond was there to support Chertsey. <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> he was there to support Chertsey and was really annoyed that it went into extra time and he had to stay for another half hour. Oh, <laughs> typical politician. <laughs> I, do, I didn't get the impression he's much of a football fan, but sometimes politicians have to put on a show for their constituents. Perhaps he had an Hammond, inkling. He was furious. The first half was 48 minutes. Second half was 52. <laughs> he was absolutely furious. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth official has indicated seven minutes of added on time. Oh, for... Ah. Really? Anyway, anyway, Cray Valley PM paper mills are based in south-east London near Eltham. And their big-name player is Kevin Lisby, ex-Charlton and Jamaica oh, yes. striker. He's now 40 and was playing for them in the finals. Still plays for them now. But Folkestone Invicta is a much better pick. On the ice, Tom Greatrex, no FOF number ineligible. No, because he is an... Uh, John, how did your team folks in Invicta get on last week? They they drew, didn't they? I think it was... Uh... Oh, for God's sake, John, they're your team. They're not mine. Yeah, that, no, because I only know because you were messaging me about it and slightly rubbing oh, it in. A, a, my team, Belper, the, na- the Nailers. Yeah. 4-3 winners, John. 4-3 winners. <laughs> Belper, yes, up on, the nailers. nailers. And it is the first email of the season from Gammy Knee. Hello, Gammy. Ah... Afternoon, Gammy. He says, very annoyed with Travel Lodge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Classic Gammy. Very annoyed with Travel Lodge. He's had an email uh, offer from Travel Lodge. He says, this advert encourages fans, football fans, to book a room when following their team to an away game. I entered Torquay United into the relevant box. Of course he did. Only to be met with team not recognised. Gammy knee v unhappy. I'm going to write the travel lodge about this. This is no good. Obviously, if you put in Belper, it would have suggested you stay at the travel lodge trowel. If you are within a 40 mile radius of trowel services, you should stay in trowel. <laughs> because it's such, such, Maybe even further. Such luxury. Yeah. And luxury. that was a lovely letters. Thank you for your letters. And we should come yeah. on to uh, a momentous moment um, in Edinburgh. Uh, oh, last uh, Thursday night, well, actually, early hours of Friday morning. It was about 2 a.m., actually, wasn't it? As we were walking back to our uh, hotel in Edinburgh. Um, we had a few ciders, haven't we, John? We had a few we ciders, been to a gig hotel. on a bus, and we were walking back. We were actually literally just walking over the Royal Mile, crossing over the other side of the Royal Mile, and trying to work out the way back to the hotel. And I think we had a slight difference of opinions on which way to go. And you said the yeah. words, and no, it, it's... Well, it was me. It was me who'd been to Edinburgh nearly every year since I was 12. <laughs> and you, who'd only set foot in Scotland for the first time about a day before. 
I've just got an inbuilt sort of I'm like a homing pigeon. I just I just got an inbuilt yeah. sense of direction. Um yes. but yes, he said, No, trust me, it's this way. At which point someone piped up behind us and went, Yeah, that's right, trust him. A sort of homeless yeah. kind of vagrant Lovely from the streets. Looking. At which point we went and crowned Fof twenty three. You said Fof twenty three, which is very, very funny. <laughs> Funniest thing we'd seen all night, including the people on the bus. So the good news, I mean, and you thought that was a drunk. You thought that was a drunk, but in Scotland, that is honestly, I think that was um, <laughs> the Scottish Prime Minister. <laughs> He'd just been working in the financial sector, I think. Exactly, um, yeah. But yeah, good, good. I mean, he doesn't know it, and he probably might never know it. But I'll find him. The homeless man on the Royal Mile who told me to trust oh. Charlie. Fof twenty three. My um, sister-in-law got in touch. She's a big fan of the Natobs Pod from day one. She listened. She's a completist. She's listened to the whole thing. But she tweeted me in despair. Whatever you both do, do not make the Fof number system any more complex. <laughs> Which I thought was well, a gauntlet down, John. There you is. Know, Andy Charles wrote. He wrote in last week, didn't he? And he said, "Oh, can I choose a number? I want it to be." So I think we're going to work on the rules a little bit, perhaps to make it a little bit more difficult. And speaking of the Foffs, uh, I mean, roaring success so far with uh, Templins and Dragons, the Billericay game. Obviously, Foff 3 was Ted Woodley. Foff 4 was a a mystery Foff. Some people say that we just forgot to give it out and didn't count properly, but we actually, it was sort of, you know, mystical reasons that we didn't do it. Retiring the shirt. We did retire the shirt. Someone has to come in and claim... For four, <laughs> but it good could have news been, could have been our next guest. The good news is, I have tracked down for us Foff number five. Not heard from him on the podcast in a while, and to be honest, uh, I did think that he wasn't real either. But it turns out he is. Is Phil Overson? Phil, how are you doing? Hello, John. Hello, Charlie. Alive and well. Thank Alive you. Alive and well, Phil. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and for writing into us and being a Foff Foff number five. Are you excited, Phil? Very much so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. What, what's the, what have you done so far today? Uh, day off today, uh, off on holiday for the bank holiday, uh-huh. off to Norfolk. So, been doing all the boring stuff, washing the car, cutting the grass, packing, all that oh. good stuff. You sound like a 50s husband there. <laughs> sort of guy painting the white picket fence, washing the car, mowing the lawn, off to Norfolk on a holiday. I did it all in a pair of comfortable slacks. <laughs> oh, lovely. Where are you going in Norfolk? Pakenham? Uh, yeah. How did you know Oh, that my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm, a good I'm guess, going, isn't it? I'm going to Pakenham, yeah. Small world. It's a, it's a nice place. Pakenham's a nice place. Have you ever been to Pakenham, John? No. <laughs> Does that answer oh. your I think I've been to Cromer. A lovely joke. I've got a lovely joke for you, Phil, to open Go up on. with. Jesus, you know, you, know, um, you know I took my wife to the West Indies, Jamaica. No, she went of her own accord. Do you know? Yeah, you know, I'm aware yeah, of that. Word. I think everybody knows I that took, one. I took my, I took my, uh, I'm going to meet my friends in, in Norfolk. Faking them? No, they're absolutely real. <laughs> <laughs> there's Very one, good. there's one to use over the weekend, Phil. Phil, who is, what, which is your team? Are you a Torquay fan? Officially, I'm a Reading fan. Um, mm living in Swindon, which is Ooh. awkward, to say the least. That is awkward, yeah, that is but, awkward. Um, I, I've been so disillusioned with the way Reading's been run the last few years that I've sort of um, headed towards a non-league and sport for choice for decent non-league sides around here. And 
through that, I managed to see Torquay a couple of times at Maidenhead and Hungerford and places like that. Ah. I've just yeah. been sort of caught up with the sort of Gary Johnson bandwagon and uh, consider them my second team now, really. Phil, one last thing before we crack on. The, yep. reason, <laughs> the reason that I didn't think you were real <laughs> is because your name sounds like fell over son. Yeah, the, and it's quite unusual, yeah. What what is the origin of the surname Oversum? We're we're going way back. It's Scandinavian. We're we're probably Norwegian or Danish Vikings going way back, wow. hundreds of years. Um, like son it. of Over, I think, is the sort of origins of it. But I, I it's a long time ago. I can't <laughs> yeah. for it. Right, um, Phil. The reason yeah. you're here mainly though is, would you like to play a game of? Tamplins and Dragons, within which you get to manage Billericke. I'd be delighted to, yeah. He's taking on the challenge, John. Well, okay. we, we better begin. Welcome, dear Wanderer. I believe you are a Viking stock. You will need your horned head for this task. <laughs> I've got it on now. <laughs> okay, you need to start. Managing Billericke by saying, roll the dice, Games Master. Roll the dice, Games Master. Lovely delivery. Three. It's a three. Phil, you make a very strong start with Matt Reed scoring a hat-trick in his first game and the team looking very strong. Glenn immediately claims that the title is coming to Billericke on Twitter and it's almost as if he's learned nothing from the last few years. A good start. Wonder well. Dear Nordic sweetheart. Four. You didn't say roll the dice. He didn't. Say oh, roll sorry. the dice. It was my fault. <laughs> hey, Games Master, roll that dice. Roll Ooh. the dice, Games Master. Four. Four again. <laughs> now, we all know Glenn Templin has had his problems with addiction in the past and he's checked himself back into rehab, having this time become medically addicted to cumin. He can't stop adding the fruity spice to every meal and is at an institute in California to get himself straightened out for the next seven weeks. During this period of free reign, the team goes on a roll, seven unbeaten, with Matt Reed unstoppable on 12 goals. Well managed, good Nordic gentleman. <laughs> roll the dice, Games Master. Thank you. One. Glenn Tamplin is back from his stint at the clinic and is back on the touchline. His return coincides with a dramatic dip in form around Christmas and you go winless throughout December. But Glenn has a solution and makes his point with a none-too-subtle new personalised plate on his Ferrari. P1CKMY50N. What does that say? Pick my son. Pick, pick my son. Oi. Pick my son. <laughs> How many to go is it, John? Uh, three. That was the third roll. Three. Oh, right. we better get things on with. <laughs> roll the dice again, Five. Games Master. Five. Uh, after, Five. <laughs> after a New Year's Day defeat to rivals Concord Rangers and the team dropping to 12, Glenn calls you into his office and lays it on the line. Unless you pick my son, you will be sacked. Do you pick Archie Templin? Pick my son. Phil, or do you stick to your principles and walk? I, I think you're going to pick Archie Tamplin, aren't you, Phil? I think I'm going to play safe. I'm going to put him in the team. Yes, good work. Pick my son. Oh, 
Is there anything you would like me to do? Uh, perhaps you could roll that dice, Games Master. It's a two. It's your penultimate roll. Archie Templin starts the next three games and is massively average with no assists or goals or anything noteworthy to speak of. You could almost say that he isn't cut out for this standard of football whatsoever, but Glenn Templin doesn't agree and blames your coaching methods. Final roll of the dice, fair wanderer. Things are looking bleak. The clouds are coming in. Roll the dice, Games Master. Six. Ah, Phil. Archie starts every game until March and still doesn't score or create anything. The team don't get above 13th position and Glenn finally pulls the plug after a draw with Dorking on both your employment and his involvement at the club in one almighty flounce. As he drives off into the distance with that sort of faint aroma of cumin left in his wake, you can only make one assessment. Phil, you've been templined. You've been templined, Phil. Oh, so Sorry, close. Phil. It's a shambles. It's like being a red card again. You were came going so well as well, weren't you? You, you were came going close, so but well, you Phil. should have stuck to your principles. You should have walked. Perhaps shouldn't have picked um, Archie Tamplin, but you did, and and just fell on. Had to fall on your sword. What a shame. I'm a yes man. It's been my downfall. You for are years. A, <laughs> you are a yes man. You are a yes man. Well, Break I'm, out of it. And I don't think Break the and it, I don't Phil. think the Vikings would have agreed with that. <laughs> Phil, thank you so much. Enjoy faking them. Thanks so much for joining us. Foff number five. Phil, My Phil Overson. Overson. So that was another week of the National Obsession, episode 76. John, yeah. was it 76? How, how nice. Now, do get in touch at NatObsPod. Or nationalobsession at gmail.com. Do please email us. It's the only way you can get a Foff number. Come on, you nailers. Come on, you gulls. And who's your team, John? The Invictors? Folkstones. Oh, you've got to find you out. You should find out a little bit more about them. You're a On the ice to you. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.